this morning the Spirit of the Lord spoke to us about being more than a daughter to the mother-in-law. How Naomi was a mother-in-law who had nothing to offer to Ruth. All she had was bitterness and sorrow. She lost her husband and lost two of her, I mean, lost her two sons, both her sons, no more children. And you see Ruth, she also had a great um, heartache. And she was a young widow, but she had a future ahead of her. But she chose not to pursue that. She chose not to take that way out. But she chose to suffer with Naomi. Moses was someone that the Spirit of God has recorded in the Bible that though he had this great privilege, God-given privilege of being in this palace, at some point he recognized that, yes, God put me here, but I have a call that God has placed upon my life and that's not to simply sit here and enjoy but I'm here for a purpose. From here, I'm going somewhere else. And this is to suffer with the people of God so that they can be delivered. God is speaking to our hearts there. You may be comfortable right now. God might have blessed you with everything, which is a good thing. But you have to have this desire in your heart. Lord, whatever you've given to me, wherever you place me at this moment, I want to use that as a platform to do your will. And if that means to suffer with the people of God, I will. So Moses was in the palace, but while he was in the palace, he actually defended his own people. And from there came the suffering where he had to flee his land and go to Midian. But being in Egypt, being trained in Egypt, God placing him in the midst of Pharaoh and his people. He was not outside God's will. It was God's will, perfect will. But we should never think that, okay, this is God's perfect will. And so I'm just going to be sitting here. I'm content and I'm going to be oblivious to the things that are around me. And I'm going to just close my eyes and pretend like there's no problems. And God brought me in this palace. And so I'm going to be, you know, someone who is destined to escape and I'll pretend like I'm an Egyptian. No. Inside, he knew who he was. I want to say the same thing about Esther in the Bible. Though she was in the palace. God took her to the palace and through her uncle Mordecai, who was there, God gave this order to Esther, this very specific order, which was, don't reveal who you are. Don't reveal that you are a Jewess. Don't reveal your identity. Just stay there. And she stuck with it. That doesn't mean that. God said, don't reveal it. So I'm just going to sit like this. Even if I see my people die, I'm just going to sit like, no. There are certain times God will tell us, don't do this or do this. And it is for that specific period. And then God will say, now do this. At that point, we shouldn't say, well, you told me do that. But now you're telling me do this. And so I'm not going to do this because it's not comfortable for me. I'm going to do that. No. That'll be like Peter. 
in the Old Testament, there was a certain period of time where God told the people, there is unclean, there is unclean, there is unclean, don't eat these unclean animals. And then in the New Testament, when God took the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ through his apostles to the Gentiles, he abolished that law, the dietary law, and he said, now, you can actually eat everything. You're going to go and minister to the Gentiles and you're going to be eating with them. You cannot offend them. Now, at this point, whatever was there has been nullified by God. And God says, go ahead with it. At that point, we can say, but Lord, 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 you told me last time this. And now this time you're saying this. So I'm not going to do that because I got used to this. And so I'm not going to do this. No. At that point, we become self-righteous. Self-righteous is trying to be overly righteous. That means trying to do more than what God told you to do. When God tells you now, do this, at that point we say, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to do this because, you know, you told me before not to do that. No. Following the leading of the Holy Spirit in everything will keep us within that safety zone. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. With Ruth, you see, Ruth left everything. She said, I'm going to leave my comfort zone. I'm going to suffer with Naomi. I know Naomi has nothing to offer. I know that she cannot give me anything. Not only that, what she has is just sorrow. And I'm going to go there to be a blessing to Naomi, even if it's at one person. I'm going to go. I'm not going to let her go by herself. I'm going to go. And so she goes with Naomi. And when she went with Naomi, Naomi was bitter. She's going into the land of Israel and She's going with such bitterness. She's looking at the people. Don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. And this is who I am. I've really become a bitter person with all these things uh, that has happened to me. Ruth was able to make an impact in Naomi's life. When Naomi's in the house and she's not going to work and she's not able to do anything, she's so depressed. Ruth goes out and Ruth gets food for Naomi and she brings it to her house so that her mother-in-law can eat and she can eat. You call that sacrificial love. This morning, the spirit of the Lord spoke to me on sacrificial love. What it means to love sacrificially. She did not think about herself. She didn't say, oh, I feel like this. And there's no place for that. She was someone even though she was a Moabite woman, even though she was a young widow, she chose to step out of her zone, which was the zone of sorrow, misery. She chose not to be depressed. In the midst of her own emptiness, she tried to make someone else full. I want to repeat this. In the midst of her own emptiness, Ruth, tried to make her mother-in-law full. These are the people who be blessed by God in a very special way. She went out, not in a familiar place, but in a strange land, with foreign people, people who are not her own people. She's the Moabite and she's in Israel. The only woman that she knew was Ruth, was Naomi, I should say. None of those people are familiar to her. She's a stranger. She's going there. She's going there, not as a boss, but to glean the grain that were left 
you know, not important. Poor people do that. She didn't say, I don't want to do that. You know, there are people who are too proud to do those things, but this way you see Ruth's humility. She said, I'm going to go into the field that would let me take the leftovers. And I'm going to bring the leftovers to my house. And I'm going to make sure Ruth, I'm going to make sure that Naomi eats. And then after that, I'll eat. Every day she went. And now you see, with Naomi and Ruth, with Ruth's humility, self-sacrificial love and her integrity, sincerity in what she did. I spoke about this in the morning through the spirit of God, that she was not someone who was going into the field and saying, which guy can I get now? I'm by myself and I'm very lonely. I need somebody so that I can get out of this misery. She was not a woman like that. She's not going to different fields trying to hunt and see which man I can get. No, she was going because she wanted to get food for her mother-in-law. Even though she was empty, she was trying to make someone else full. God is speaking to her heart today. You call that sacrificial love, agape love. Jesus emptied himself. He emptied. To what extent did he empty himself? Until he had nothing left. He emptied himself. What happened to all the things that he had? We have it. He emptied himself so that we can be full. God is speaking to our hearts today. Jesus emptied himself so that you can be full. Jesus emptied himself so that I can be full. Jesus emptied himself so all those who are empty can be filled. You do the same. If you say you are a Christian, if you say that you are a child of God, you should be someone who will Step out of your misery and say, even though I'm empty, I'm going to gather so that those who are empty can be filled. And in the process, you'll be filled. In the process, you'll be filled. So now the Lord God of Israel was watching Ruth. Ruth come inside and she has taken the God of Israel to be her God. It's a big step. It's the smartest thing that a person can do. And Ruth did that. Which means leaving her past life. Which means leaving the God of Moab. Which means leaving the people of Moab. She said, your people are my people. Your God is my God and your land is my land. And and this is where I shall be. A woman who was very determined. How determined are you? No one was able to change her mind. She was a strong-willed person in the right way. Not even Naomi. Even Naomi was not able to send her back. She didn't say, well, Ruth, go home. Once I say go home, you go home. That's it. You can't come after me. No. The way Ruth spoke to Naomi showed Naomi not only the determination of Ruth, but the love that Ruth had for Naomi. At that point, Naomi is like, I can't understand this, but I can't stop you. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to stop you. You know why? Because the God of Israel destined Ruth to be blessed by him. He said, Ruth, I see your heart. I'm going to bless you. Those who empty themselves so that others can be blessed will be blessed in the process.
We're blessed by God in the process. Those who empty themselves so that others can be blessed will be blessed by God in the process. Those who empty themselves so that others can be blessed. We will be blessed by God in a very substantial way. That's what happened to Ruth. That's what happened to Moses. That's what happened to all those who left everything so that others may live. Jesus said this. I mentioned the scripture this morning. Whoever loses his life in this world shall gain it. This is gain that comes as a result of losing it. Because when you lose it, it's not that it's getting lost. No, it's actually getting deposited into something which actually yields the greatest dividend. God is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Jesus emptied himself so that you can be full. I can become full. That means when he emptied it, he invested it into us. And from there, he gets a satisfaction to see you grow and become like him. To see me grow and become like him. To see the bride of Christ arise. He emptied himself. Now, Ruth, she left everything and she comes to Naomi and she lives with Naomi. And this is the scripture that the Lord spoke to us this morning, which was, daughter, shall I not seek security for you that it may be well with you? I care about you. What happened to this woman? This bitter woman. This woman was into so much turmoil and she was depressed. She couldn't do anything, but suddenly she says, I'm going to do something for you. Ruth, I'm going to do something for you. Ruth's life made Naomi full. Ruth's life had such an impact on Naomi. All of a sudden, the sorrow she had began to fade away. To the extent that she's able to do something for Ruth. God is speaking to our hearts today. Through the power of God, you can change the lives that are drowning in front of you. Through the power of God, you can become an influence for good in the lives of those who are drowning. Through the power of God, you can lift someone out of depression. Through the power of God, you can change those who are around you. Through the power of God, you can actually bring something good out of or whatever looks broken. Naomi was bitter. She had nothing to offer. She already said, I cannot offer you anything. But from that same mouth came this blessing that came from God for Ruth. Ruth, I see your faithfulness. I see your love. I see you are diligent. I see you. I see your humility. I'm going to do something for you. How can I not do something for you? How can I sit still? You know, there are people 
in Ruth's life were not able to sit still until they finished that which God put in their hearts. It's because she emptied herself so that her mother-in-law can become full. God blessed Ruth. God brought healing to Naomi to the extent that she was going to do something for Ruth. And the divine plan of God was downloaded into Naomi for Ruth. God led Ruth through Naomi because Ruth followed Naomi. She came under the wings of the Lord God of Israel. God led Ruth through Naomi, through that very broken vessel that said, I can't give you anything. I can't do anything. I have nothing. Through that very source, God is actually blessing Ruth because Ruth was not after her own comfort. Ruth was not looking at her own self, but Ruth said, even though I am empty, I'm going to do whatever I can do within my power so that you can be full, so that you are not empty. As long as I'm there, Naomi, you're not going to be lonely. As long as I'm there, Naomi, you're not going to be starving. As long as I'm there, Naomi, I'm going to make sure that you smile. As long as I'm there, Naomi, as long as I'm there. And she did not think about herself and her heart was to get Naomi out of where she was. God honored that. She laid down her life so that Naomi can live. A young widow, a young widow. She laid down her life so that her mother-in-law can live. You know what happened? It became so contagious. The mother-in-law was blessed by it and she said, I'm not going to rest until I make sure that you become full. That's the blessing of God. The Bible says, he who waters, he himself shall be watered. The goal is to prosper the next person. And God who sees your sincerity, he'll say, I'm going to prosper you. And God did it through this woman who was in no position to be a blessing to Ruth. So you see the miracle here. God saw Ruth's effort and God touched Naomi and God did a work in Naomi. And God made Naomi a blessing to Ruth. The very mouth that said that I have nothing to offer now has something substantial to offer. The Lord says, don't look at your situation. Don't look at what is in front of you. Don't look at your emptiness. Don't look at what you have, what you don't have. And look, don't look at your physical condition. Don't look at your family situation. Don't look at whatever is around you and say that all oh, me, myself and I, we are some, you know, pathetic people and we don't know what to do and look at everyone around me. They're all happy. And I'm so sad. And, you know, this uh, demonic spirit that makes a person's problem bigger than it is. And always say that, like, I have the biggest problem in the world and I'm the loneliest person in the world and I'm the most miserable person in the world. And what are you trying to do? You want to come out of it or you want to have a pity party? But if you want to come out of it, the best way to come out of it is not look at yourself, but look at who's around you and what God wants you to do for them. And when you do that, God will turn away your captivity. There's a prophetic word God is speaking at this hour. When you come out of yourself, when you're empty, 
you want to make someone else full. That'll be your doorway to coming out of your own prison, says the Lord Most High. If you want to come out of your prison, you minister to the prisoners who are with you in prison. If you are in a place where you feel like I'm locked in, I don't know what to do and I can't come out of this and I feel miserable and I feel terrible. God says, you want to come out of it? Stop looking at yourself and look at those who are in the same place as you. And you minister to them. You lay yourself down for someone else. God will make sure that you will prosper. Because he says, this is worthy of blessing. Because it is already a blessing. He who has more will be given. When you lay yourself down and you say that I'm going to be a blessing to that person, even though I'm empty, I'm emptying myself of everything that I have. And so I'm empty now so that someone else can get felt. God says, this is worthy of adding more because the more I add, the more this will keep giving. That's the secret of a blessed person. Ruth became a blessing to Naomi. Naomi became a blessing to Ruth. Ruth again became a blessing to Naomi by giving her baby to Naomi. And both Naomi, Ruth, and Boaz became a blessing to the entire world world because through their line came Jesus Christ, the Messiah. It's a beautiful way to live. Ruth could have just looked at herself and she could have said, I see, I got into this family, now I became a widow. I'm not going to go with her. I'll have more bad luck. Bye-bye, Naomi. Arpa cried and went, and I'm going to also cry, you know, some tears and and then say bye. And I'm going to go back to my mom and my family, and they're going to find someone for me, and I'll get married, and I'll just take care of my life. At least I have a family. But she would have become a no-name person and would not have inherited eternal life. She chose not to go back. She chose to live the hard way. She chose to do the right thing. She chose to do something extraordinary, out of the ordinary, very different from what her sister-in-law did. And she got an extraordinary blessing. She got her name inscribed in the land of Israel. She got her name inscribed in the book of all books. And Ruth became a blessing to this entire world. Many people in this world have her name. A Moabite woman carrying a Moabite name became a blessing. God blessed that Moabite name and he said, just like how I bless Abraham, I'm blessing you in you. The nations of the earth will be blessed. And she got her place in the genealogy of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you don't think about yourself, and you don't cry over your own situation, but you look at the need that is around you. And you say, I'm not going to wallow in self-pity, but I'm going to see the next person and see what I can do so they can be full. I become empty so they can be full. God says, good for you. Now I can pour more into you. You empty yourself so that others can live. God will pour more into you. The more he pours, more you empty. The more he pours, the more you empty, the more he pours. But the good news is every time he pours, every time he pours, he pours something glorious and something different that you can do more, a lot more each time. God is speaking to our hearts today. Do you want to be like this cornerstone? 
a rejected stone. But it became a precious stone. Rejected stone. It became the chief of the cornerstone. A rejected stone. Rejected by people. But the stone found worth in the sight of the builder. Do you want to be like that? God sees you. And he says, there's this person worthy of what I can pour into. Because the more I pour into, the more he or she keeps pouring out. God wants to bless you. God wants to bless you. God wants to use you. Not until you stop looking at yourself. Not until you say, I'm going to leave everything behind and go after Jesus Christ. Not because of what he can give, but because I want to be a blessing to him. He will automatically bless you because he cannot be without blessing. Those who are faithful to him. But your focus in following Jesus Christ should be for who he is and not what he can do for you. Because that he will do for you anyway. That's who he is. He always gives. He's the best giver in the world. But we need to know our calling in our lives. Many times people ask me this question, what's my call? What's my call? I don't know what my call is. You know what your call is? To empty yourself so someone else can live. Your call is to really step out of your comfort zone. Your call is to really do what Jesus did. Pour out so that someone else can live. When you pour yourself out, God will pour into you. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Father, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for your presence that is here. Thank you, Lord, for being the Lord of our lives. You've been good to us in the midst of the troubled waters. You're enough for us. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful gem called Ruth. A woman who, though was a Moabite, had more wisdom than all the Israeli women put together. She earned the favor of God. And she found herself in the book of all books. She didn't know that this was going to happen. She didn't go after that. But God took her and God put her there because she was worthy of it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for her life. We praise you, Father. I pray that you will speak to each and every single one this night. That which you've spoken this morning and you've spoken again tonight. We expanded more, Lord. You've expanded more on this very same section. I pray that you will cause your people to come to terms with laying down everything. 
to truly go after that which matters the most. Father, bless your people at this hour in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Lord, open their eyes of understanding in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Cause your people, Father. Cause your people, Father. Cause your people, Father. To truly have a heart after you, oh Lord. I pray, I pray. May many roots arise from amongst us. Oh Lord, the people may take their eyes off of what they're going through. But truly, in spite of what they're going through, be active in pouring themselves out for those who are empty so that you can fill them with what you have. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, help them to know the glory of suffering with the people of God. Help them to know the glory of what Jesus called his disciples to do, which is to lay down our lives. Hallelujah. You left heaven to live among us. Hallelujah. Ruth left Moab to live with Naomi. Jesus left heaven. God left heaven. Hallelujah. To come and live in this earth amongst the sinful people. What a sacrifice, Lord. I pray that you will instill this deep within the hearts of your people. That they may find their calling and purpose in you by laying down their lives. So that you can bless them, Father, and pour into them. And find them worthy to be placed among those who are worthy in your sight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. May your people here transform the lives of those who are empty. May your people here transform the lives of those who are bitter. May your people here transform the lives of those who are hurting. May your people here transform the lives of those who are like Naomi. So they can become a blessing, oh Lord, to your kingdom. So that many may enter in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. As your servant standing in the presence of God. Before the throne of God. According to the power and authority given to me by the almighty God. I bless your people at this hour. With a blessing that you alone can bless them with. That each may enter into this glorious realm of God. By laying down their lives. By emptying themselves. So there's others may live. So others may be filled. That they may receive heaven's abundance as a result of emptying themselves. That they may see the tears what of the faces of multitudes by emptying themselves so that you can fill them, Father. 
so that those who are broken be made whole so that they can bring healing to those who are broken around them. With this blessing, I bless you people with. And I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father, and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen.